Hey everybody, welcome in. Locked On Orioles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Connor Newcomb. Today's episode of Locked On Orioles is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Today on the show, no guest. That is uh, first time in a while we haven't had a guest on, but just wanted to do a quick little Orioles wrap-up of news that's come to us Thursday night, and then mostly today as I record kind of late Friday afternoon here, a lot of news being dumped on us by the Orioles here today on Friday. So just wanted to kind of quickly recap that um, and, and maybe also do a little look at the Orioles' 2021 schedule, which was released yesterday. But first and foremost, uh, the Orioles have named an opening day starter, and they have also added a good number of players to that player pool for summer camp. Remember, initially they had added 45 players to the player pool. Uh, They added two more the other day uh, when they put Ryan Mountcastle and Mason Williams into the player pool. So that got it up to 47 out of the maximum 60. And it looks like, although Mountcastle and Williams were somewhat a part of the inner squad last night, they will be sent to a secondary site which uh, hasn't been confirmed yet, but most writers are reporting will be at Prince George's Stadium, the home of the Bowie Bay Sox. Uh, so Mountcastle and Williams will go there, and then there is a group of others going, as uh, MassSports.com's Rock Kabako, uh reporting, and then the team releasing today. So we will start with one of the guys who uh, I think a lot of people thought would would come from AAA and be on this player pool, and that is the left-hander Keegan Aiken, who had a really good season in Norfolk last year. Aiken, who was a second-round pick by the Orioles back in 2016, uh, the 54th pick overall in that draft. He's really climbed up the uh, the minor leagues fairly quickly. Uh, he pitched in Bowie in 2018, and ended up with a 3.27 ERA that year in 138 innings. Then he spent all of 2019 at AAA Norfolk. He made 24 starts, 112 and a third innings pitched. He ended up with 10.5 Ks per nine. The walks were a little bit of an issue, about five walks per nine. He's got to get that down. And he pitched to a 4.73 ERA last year with the Tides and Aiken will join the player pool for the Orioles. Again, all these guys we'll mention today will most likely end up in that secondary camp, which looks like it'll be in Bowie. The next guy that got added, another pitcher. That is Michael Bauman, who has yet to pitch in Norfolk. He spent uh, most of 2019, a little more than half of the season, in A Bowie after he started the year in 2019 in Frederick, uh, was fantastic, then got moved up to Bowie, and honestly um, was almost maybe even a little bit better when he got to Bowie. But Bauman has uh, been a very quick riser through the system. A third-round pick of the Orioles back in 2017, um, and he shot all the way up to Double A by 2019. Last year in Bowie, he made 11 starts. He threw 70 innings, 8.4 Ks per nine, about three walks per nine, and a 2.31 ERA for him at Bowie last year. Really, really good season for Bowen, part of that fantastic um, Bowie rotation that won their division in the Eastern League last year. 
Next guy to be added to the roster. This one, um, not reported official yet, but all signs pointing to D.L. Hall, the Orioles' top pitching prospect, uh, being added to this 60-man player pool as D.L. Hall becomes player number 50 in the pool. Hall, another 2017 draft pick. He was the Orioles' first-round pick in 2017. They took him 21st overall out of high school. Um, And he has only pitched as high as Frederick. That is where Hall pitched last year. Um, And in Frederick with the Keys last season, 17 starts, 80 and two-thirds innings pitched. He struck out everybody, just about 13 Ks per nine. Walks were an issue, six walks per nine. Got to get the control, but a 3.46 ERA for Hall in 2019 with the great strikeout numbers. Again, I don't see him at all pitching in a big league game this year, just you know, because of his age, he's he's still 21. He won't turn even 22 until September. He was a high school first rounder, and he hasn't even pitched in Double A yet. You would expect him to pitch at a Double A level before he pitches in the bigs, but it could be good to have him in camp and have another arm there to at least face some major league hitters. Player number 51 into the pool is uh, a guy that the Orioles picked up this offseason. That is Isaac Matson, who came over from the Angels this year um, in the trade for Dylan Bundy, in which the Orioles got four pitchers back from Los Angeles in that deal. And Matson was the most major league ready one of those pitchers. He was a 19th round selection by the Angels back in the 2017 draft. So another 2017 guy and Matson really has shot up through the angel system with some some pretty gaudy numbers he pitched at three different levels uh, in 2019 pitched at high a then pitched at double a and then finished the season with five games at triple a with the angels last year and was poised to potentially make a run for a spot on the angels roster or maybe the orioles roster in 2020 Obviously, the bulk of his 2019 uh, was spent in double-A, where he pitched in 24 games out of the bullpen, about 44 innings, 12.5 Ks per nine, 2.5 walks per nine, and a 2.68 ERA. But when he came to triple-A, pitched in five games, nine and a third innings in five games at triple-A last year, he had one save, he allowed nine hits and four runs, um, and walked five batters but he struck out 19 batters in nine and a third innings pitched at AAA uh, with the Angels and the Salt Lake Bees at the end of 2019. So uh, some interesting stuff there. And also uh, has has been to Baltimore before, played in Baltimore before, was a member of the uh, Cal Ripken Summer League's Baltimore Redbirds a few years back as well. The 52nd player onto the 60-man player pool um, is one of the catchers that the Orioles picked up this offseason trying to, at the very least, just add to some depth uh, for the O's catching-wise. Obviously, they have Pedro Severino and Chance Sisko um, at the Major League level and then Adley Rutschman coming through the system, but wanted to add somebody else uh, with some experience into the system. And they ended up signing Taylor Davis as a minor league free agent in the offseason. And Davis, the 30-year-old catcher, will also be added 
to the 60-man squad. And, and Davis has some experience at the big league level. Um, he's been with the Cubs. He was a 49th round pick by the Marlins back in 2008. Um, and he's kind of slowly made his way uh, through systems since then as he was signed by the Cubs as an, inter- or as an amateur free agent in 2011 and worked his way through their system and then played in big league games in 2017, 2018, and 2019 with the Cubs. Over that span, it was just a combined 20 games, um, and he was 8 for 36 at the plate with a double, a homer, and seven RBIs, but no more for his defense behind the plate, his leadership, um, and he will add another catcher to the player pool. Player number 53, um, a guy who Orioles fans know very, very well. That is Cedric Mullins, who opened 2019 as the Orioles' opening day center fielder. Remember, he came up in 2018 with the O's, played in 45 games. He hit 235 with a 312 on base that year, four home runs, and and looked solid, a lot of speed, good outfielder with with some uh, some good at-bats as well, and, and he had a great spring, and he makes the team as the starting center fielder, but it was a disastrous start to 2019 for Mullins in Baltimore. He played in just 22 games with the Orioles at the beginning of last season. He had 74 plate appearances, and it was pretty much a disaster for Cedric Mullins. The average was at 094 on the season, And the stats on that one, 6 for 64 at the plate. Four singles, two triples, and uh, that was it. No homers for him at the dish in a 6 for 64 start. So they sent him to Norfolk last year, you know, hoping he would pull it together at Norfolk. And things weren't as bad at AAA, but, but they were still pretty bad. In 66 games with the Tides, he hit just 205 did have five home runs, but the on-base was only 272, um, and, and things were getting worse. And Mullins ended up playing his final 51 games of the season at Double-A Bowie last year, not where he thought he would finish his year. The, the stats obviously got a lot better at Bowie, 271 average, 341 on-base, five homers. Um, the strikeouts went down. All the offensive stats went up at Bowie, which you would hope they would. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Mullins can bounce back this year. And then there is player number 54, who's got to be the most exciting one for Orioles fans. They have added their top prospect, the number one pick in the 2019 draft. Adley Rutschman is going to join that secondary camp with the Orioles. It had been expected. You know, he was in big league spring training as well. Of course, Adley, after being drafted last year, Ended up in Delmarva. He played in the Gulf Coast League for five games, played in Aberdeen for 20 games, and then he had 12 games in Delmarva. Ended up hitting four homers uh, last year in the minors across 37 games at the three levels, but he will be there as well. So looking like about six spots left on the 60-man player pool for the Orioles. We'll we'll see what they want to do with those six spots. Um, and, and they don't have to fill them all, obviously, but there are still, you know, a couple more names that could potentially be added to that list. Um, and we'll see if the Orioles do in fact add some more names in the next couple of days as they get that camp set up where we think it will be as that secondary spot in Bowie. More news next with the Orioles, but first rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes, models, 
it's now impossible to to find that right part for your car. It feels like you just go through pointless and intimidating questioning when you head to a chain storefront asking about what your car needs and and maybe you don't exactly know and and that can make things even tougher. Well, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. It saves you money and it's easy to use. rockauto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. I'm not the biggest car guy in the world, but at least when looking for something like windshield wipers, they're a little easier to to know when you might need new ones. Just put them in for, for your car, Honda CRV, and boom, there you go. You can find all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So the player pool right now for the Orioles, it's at 54. It can be a max of 60. As we are officially two weeks away from the Orioles opening the season, July 24th, a Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, up in Boston at Fenway Park against the Boston Red Sox. And starting that game for the Orioles, we learned today, will be John Means, the ace of the staff from 2019 and the O's lone all-star last season. The left-hander John Means will be sent to the hill if we get an opening day on July 24th. You know Means, the 11th rounder out of West Virginia for the Orioles back in 2014. Uh, took him a little bit of time to get through the minor league system. He was a September call-up in 2018 where he made one appearance and gave up five earned runs over three and a third uh, out of the bullpen for the Orioles. But uh, he made the team in 2019 in opening day. He was kind of a long reliever used in different spots uh, for the first four appearances of the year, but then he got settled into the starting rotation, and all of a sudden he was an all-star and the Orioles' only all-star, and he finished second in the AL Rookie of the Year voting behind Jordan Alvarez last season. Means last year, 31 appearances, 27 starts, and 155 innings pitched. He worked a 3.60 ERA. He allowed on the season about eight hits per nine, struck out seven batters per nine, and walked two per nine. Last year did allow 23 long balls. Again, the 3.60 ERA, 1.14 whip for him last season, and a 4.41 FIP for John Means, who obviously being the ace last year, the ace coming in this year, and the all-star from last season, Surely the 27-year-old left-hander earned his spot as the opening day starter. Brandon Hyde did say that it's looking like, at least um, if he had to decide now, that Alex Cobb would start Game 2 on Saturday against the Red Sox, but that's obviously not set in stone, and then everything is open after that. Uh, We will take a look next week a little closer at the Orioles' roster and and what we're thinking it's going to look like when they can have 30 guys on it to start the year in two weeks. Um, but but after Cobb, you're probably looking at Asher Wojciechowski as your game three guy. Um, and then you got uh, you got plenty of options after that. You know, the, the new lefties they brought in, Wade LeBlanc um, and Tommy Malone. You've got guys like David Hess who have been around uh, and, and looking for a spot. You know, would they try Miguel Castro as a starter again? Um, there's there's a lot of names uh, in that camp for the Orioles, 
vying for a rotation spot this year. But John Means will be the opening day starter for the Baltimore Orioles if we get a season here in 2020. As again, we are two weeks away from opening day up in Boston. Now, we know we are still waiting on if there's a 2020 season, but wanted to just quickly here at the end talk about, you know, Major League Baseball uh, released its 2021 schedule. Um, And the Orioles have their 2021 schedule. Opening day in 2021 will be on April 1st as every team will open up on that Thursday. For the Orioles, they are scheduled to open up at Fenway Park in Boston, uh, just like they are this season. It'll be three in Boston and then three in New York against the Yankees, the Yankee Stadium, April 5th through 7th next year before the Orioles' home opener will be Thursday, April 8th, as the Red Sox will be in town. They'll get that off day the next day on the 9th, then play the 10th and the 11th. It'll be a seven-game homestand at home to start it with a three against the Red Sox, and then four in the middle of the week against the Mariners. Uh, The O's will play the NL East once again. That is the division they are matched up with. They will go to Miami and play the Marlins um, in the first month of the season, a little two-game set Tuesday and Wednesday, April 20th and 21st. That's the highlights from April. Uh, To start May, the Orioles will make their West Coast trip. They'll actually head west the final day, April 30th, um, and they will start a three-game set in Oakland, followed by three games in Seattle before coming back home. A little two-game trip up to City Field in New York, May 11th and 12th against the Mets. Uh, Then there will be a 10-game road trip that starts May 21st at Nats Park for three games before they go to Minnesota for three and then to Chicago to take on the White Sox for four to close out May. June for the Orioles, um, a good amount of home games. They'll host the Mets uh, June 8th and 9th for the other two games of that set. The Blue Jays will come in, the Astros will come in, um, and then they will end June on a road trip with four in Toronto and then four in Houston, which will finish then with three in LA against the Angels July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th out on the West Coast as they'll kind of move uh, further west and west and west uh, on that trip. Then before they come home, for six games. They will lead into the All-Star break with that six-game homestand, three against the Blue Jays, three against the White Sox, July 6th through 11th. July 11th, the final day before the All-Star break. The All-Star game will be July 13th at Turner Field in Atlanta. Then the Orioles will open up after the break with six games on the road, three in Kansas City against the Royals. We'll start on Friday July 16th and go through the 21st as they'll play three in Tampa as well. Then they'll come back home for a couple of NL East teams. They'll get three at home against the Nats over the weekend and then two at home against the Marlins July 27th and 28th before they finish July in Detroit. Heading to August after they get back from a road trip in Detroit and New York. Uh, They'll have a six-game homestand, followed by seven games on the road in Boston and Tampa. And then it will be a nine-game homestand that starts on August 20th 
the Braves will come to town the 20th through the 22nd. We'll see if Nick Markakis comes back to Atlanta for another year. Could be potentially another return for Nick Markakis. Remember, we already saw him do it once back in 2015. And then the Angels and the Rays will come in to finish off that homestand. The month will end for the Orioles in Toronto as they will start September uh, up at the Rogers Center, then go to New York, and then come home uh, for another long homestand. This will be a 10-game homestand in September. A lot of home games in September for the Orioles in 2021. A 10-game homestand starting September 6th, four against the Royals, three against the Blue Jays, and three against the Yankees. Then they'll go to Boston. They will go to Philly in late September. Three games at Citizens Bank Park, September 20th to the 22nd. It's a Monday through Wednesday series. Could be a good chance for some O's fans to make the quick drive up to Philly for those games. And then the Orioles will finish the season um, in Toronto, but not before six games at home with the Rangers and Red Sox. So the final home series will be Tuesday, September 28th to the 30th against the Red Sox. Final home weekend series is Thursday the 23rd to Sunday the 26th against the Rangers. And then the final series of the year, October 1st through 3rd in Toronto. Again, the final day of the 2021 season will be October 3rd. And the O's will be on the road against the Blue Jays. Obviously, that was a lot to take in. You can go to Orioles.com and see the entire 2021 schedule um, as right now we we look forward and, and hope for a 2020 season, but to me, uh, with the issues and the everything surrounding the coronavirus right now and all the health problems um, that come with it and all the issues with, with playing sports that come with it, it still seems unlikely we're going to have a season. More players continue to opt out. We may have just had our biggest name opt out. Buster Posey today choosing to opt out of the 2020 season. Um, he and his wife just adopted twins who um, were in the hospital for longer than expected, and he wanted to be home to care for them and keep his family safe. Good on Buster Posey for that decision, but it looks like more players may continue to make those decisions as we are now 13 days away from opening day for the Major League Baseball season. It seems very close, but with all the obstacles, Still seems very far away. So we'll be back with you next week. We'll continue to talk about the Orioles player pool, what's been going on at summer camp, and we'll start to break down what the O's roster could look like if we do get a season. But until then, this has been the Locked On Orioles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you're looking for some more baseball content as we lead up to a possible season, maybe check out the latest episode of Locked On MLB. 